Molly kissed her husband goodbye and closed the front door of her colonial home, listening to the silence that echoed in her ears. It had been eight years since Amanda's death, eight years since she'd escaped the painful memories of Philadelphia and moved to the quiet community of Boyd's, Maryland. In the stillness of the mornings, Molly found herself missing the incessant background noises of the city, which seemed amplified in the six weeks since her son, Eric, had left for college. Her bare feet lightly slapped the ceramic tile as she padded into the kitchen, stopping in front of the picture window to watch Stealth, her rambunctious Rottweiler, and Trigger, her playful black lab. Molly briefly envied their carefree lives, then turned to look at the calendar that was clipped to the refrigerator with an enormous magnet that read, Dance like nobody's watching. The calendar was blank, as it had been every day this month, except for the third Thursday, where she had scribbled Civic Association Meeting. Molly sighed, remembering a time when every day had held a different list of assignments and chores, schedules for Eric and important meetings for Cole. Eight years ago, she had needed a calm, almost boring lifestyle to save her sanity. Now, she wondered if she hadn't let it go on that way for too long. She coyly lifted her eyes to the magnet once again, remembering when Eric was young, and they danced unabashedly around the kitchen to silly songs from Sesame Street. The edges of her lips curled upward at the memory. That seemed like a lifetime ago. She raised her eyebrows glancing around the empty kitchen like a child about to reach into the cookie jar and suddenly burst into spasmodic movements that did not resemble a dance by any stretch of the imagination. The phone rang, saving her from feeling any more ridiculous. Yeah, right, she said to the magnet, and answered the phone. Hey, Ma, what's up? Eric's use of Ma rather than Mom made Molly smile. When Eric was about 12 years old, He'd suddenly started calling Molly Ma when he needed her help or was simply in a jovial mood, and he'd use the term Mom when he was angry, scared, or upset, just as Molly had called him Eric Michael Tanner when he'd misbehaved as a child. Molly had seen it as a sign of his maturing, testing the waters. Molly blushed, her lame excuse for a dance fresh on her mind. Not much. Are you okay? A shadow of doubt about her mothering skills momentarily gave Molly pause. There had been a time, just before finally moving away from Philadelphia, when she'd been unable to care for herself, much less for Eric. Cole had stepped into the roles of both mother and father, while Molly struggled to come to grips with the trauma that had befallen Amanda. Even now, years later, that fleeting trepidation was enough of a reminder to keep Molly on her toes. Yeah, of course, I wanted your opinion. There's this girl, Jenna. We've been hanging out a lot, and, um, well, she used to hang out with this guy down the hall, and... And you're his friend, and you aren't sure if you should keep hanging out with her, right? Eric breathed a sigh of relief. Yeah, exactly. This was nothing new for Molly. She'd been helping Eric with everything from skin knees to breakups forever. When Eric was younger... He'd draw Molly outside to discuss matters of the heart, as if the fresh air had somehow made things easier for him to discuss. Molly pictured the way he'd drop his eyes as he spoke, the way he bit his lower lip between thoughts, 
just as he had since he was four, and the nervous, crooked smile that always accompanied a relieved sigh when he'd heard her thoughts. She pictured that smile while she spoke with him, gently asking about his relationship with the other boy, how much he liked Jenna, and generally getting a feel for his long-term intent, of which, of course, he wasn't really sure, although he really liked her.